The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number nine, where we are going to be talking about taking charge of your financial future. Now, don't shut off because it sounds maybe like it's intimidating. However, our guest really is able to knock it down in some super easy steps. So don't go anywhere. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you are regular, amazing. Either way, we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we absolutely adore hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episode, be sure to subscribe. Now let's talk about money because who doesn't love it? So this is going to be a great interview, y'all. Hello again, y'all. I am so excited to introduce you to this guest. She has incredible depth of knowledge around a topic that seriously most people can find super overwhelming. So you're going to learn a lot in this episode. Christina, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you, Jordan? I'm doing amazing. So let's go ahead and just start by sharing a little bit about you and your business. Absolutely. So um, a little bit about my background. Uh, I'm Texas born and Texas bred. I grew up in Austin and then moved to Dallas um, with my family when I was nine. So I kind of consider Dallas home. Um, Went to SMU, studied economics there, and then been in the investment industry, the financial services industry for about the past 10 years. So um, I've worked on various different roles, several different companies. Uh, I've had quite quite the roller coaster ride. The other things I'm really passionate about, you know, with having a finance background um, and teaching people and, you know, learning about money is teaching people how money works and how it's created um, and how people can leverage their time or leverage their money to really kind of create the life they want instead of just staying stuck in kind of, you know, whatever their salary range is and being stuck to a budget, really helping people create the life they want. Yep. I'm all about that. So (laughs) let's dive in to the juicy stuff. So we're going to be talking about kind of taking charge of your financial future. So go ahead and talk about kind of what it looks like before somebody implements the system that you're going to be talking about in a little bit. Absolutely. So it kind of looks like, I guess, how my life looked like before (laughs) I, I found this system, or I guess systems really, because it's kind of just different things that I've taken from other mentors, um, other Mm -hmm. people who I know that are very successful. And I've kind of tried to streamline those and put them all together. So I really kind of feel like before I found this and started learning all this information that I was really just kind of settling in life. I mean, I have a great career. I've worked really hard, um, you know, to build my network and to go high, you know, sky's the limit type of thing. Um, but I think when you're settling, you know, you really are, you know, it means you're really kind of settling for less than what you originally wanted Mm -hmm. or believed you could get. And I think so many of us do that, you know, like, Oh, I can't have that or things aren't going to be like that. So I just have to do this. So I really kind of felt like I was in a rut. Um, you know, even though I've, you know, it wasn't a bad rut. It's just, I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't growing and really adding, um, to other people's lives, adding significance to their lives. And, um, you know, really just kind of cheesy as it sounds kind of changing the world. 
um, and helping people really elevate their life. I kind of felt like I was on that hamster wheel and um, played it safe, right? I think in our jobs, we're really afraid to fail. And we're taught in school, don't fail, don't fail. Whatever you do, just pass. And when you look at people who've created wealth or entrepreneurs or business owners, right, they, it's completely different. It's, you've got to fail and fail fast because that's how you learn and that's how you grow. Um, so I was really scared to fail, kind of just stuck, you know, in a rut and, um, really kind of just living within my budget. There were a lot of things I wanted to do. Um, a lot of things that I always dreamed about doing and they just were out of reach. So I just kind of kissed them goodbye. So that was kind of what, um, you know, my life was kind of like before I started really discovering all this stuff. Yeah. So then what kind of was the last straw? Like what finally drove you to put a process in place? So this really kind of culminated over several different events and it's actually taken several years. (laughs) It's funny for me, you know, I'm really strong in my um, faith and believe that God, you know, everything that happens happens for a reason. So the last three jobs I've had prior to where I'm at now, I'd gotten laid off of, whether it was a result of the financial crisis in 08 or a merger and acquisition or just a company failing and not doing well. So one, I realized I had no safe haven, you know, with the job, I had nothing to, you know, when it's gone, it's gone. And I was working so hard for something that I could never own. Um, And then I also started hanging around a lot of really successful entrepreneurs that had a lifestyle that I wanted. And I really kind of started asking them for wisdom, asking them, you know, what do you do? What have you found? You know, I think it's so key, you know, when you decide what you want to go out and seek out those people who've already done it and been there so they can kind of help guide you through the way. Um, Love that. And then I also realized too, that our world and our economy is changing, right? So our, it's not like our parents world where they'd go to work and work at the same company for 20 or 30 years and then retire on what probably wasn't enough to make, you know, retire on anyways. So it's funny, I'm sitting here actually looking at the cover of success magazine, which I get monthly And the topic of it is the U economy. And it Mm. says, you know, the nine to five job is over and more and more people are now starting to kind of take control of their time. Um, so they can really live the life they want to do. Um, and they've got, you know, Amazon on here and Uber and Etsy. I mean, just all the companies that have kind of allowed people to take control. And so just realizing that that was changing and I wanted more control. I wanted to be self-made um, and be able to have freedom of choice in life. Um, those were kind of the things that really culminated, you know, putting a system in place and, and realizing there, there's a better way. Yeah. hundred percent. So we're going to go ahead and walk through the steps you took to kind of create the right process for you and what process, you know, what the steps are in the actual process. Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, I had to have a really open mind. Um, yeah. so for me, what was the most eye-opening thing, having majored in economics and worked in the financial industry um, for almost 10 years now, um, I never really understood how money worked. And I know that sounds so funny. It's like, well, you should. <laughs> but when I started reading, the thing for me that was a light bulb moment, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners um, are familiar with Robert Kiyosaki. He wrote the, um, the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he's written several other books too. Um, but he's got another book called Cashflow Quadrant. And, um, you can actually YouTube his video or whatever, and he kind of breaks it down how money works. And there are a couple other people I follow as well that talk about it, but essentially there's three ways that money is made. 
Um, you're either trading hours for dollars, which if you are an employee, like I am, you know, my day job, or even if you own a small business, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you're trading hours for dollars, right? Yeah. Yep. So there is inherently a glass ceiling on your income because you only have 24 hours in a day. Um, yes. the other two ways to make money are really the ways that wealth is created. Um, the first one is leveraging money. So that's usually through investing. It can be stocks, it can be private equity, it can be real estate, um, investing in businesses, a whole myriad of stuff. Um, but as we all know, that inherently takes money to invest money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so for a lot of people that, that doesn't work very well Yeah. because they don't have the wealth built up yet. And then the third way, um, to create, you know, to have money to create wealth is leveraging time. And, um, that's where, you know, there's so many different ways to leverage time. So, um, just for example, a lot of women, I know they write blogs and they get paid off those blogs, or you mm -hmm. can write a book and you get paid off the sales of those books, mm -hmm. or it can be, um, direct sales, or it can be a program you create and then it just, and then you sell that program, you know? So, I mean, there's so many different ways that that looks like, but what's interesting, here's a really interesting fact. When you look at the people who are trading hours for dollars, that's like about 96% of the population. And wow. that's, and 96, that's only 5% of the wealth. So most of us, you know, we're doing what everyone else is doing and we're not ever really hitting financial freedom. Um, wow. and then people who are leveraging time and money that makes up about 5% of the, um, population here in the States, but they control and generate 95% of the wealth. So, I mean, that's very staggering Yeah. when you look at that and then you look, and then you, when I realized that I started to look at people who were successful and who were very wealthy, I was like, okay, well this makes, you know, it makes complete sense. You know, they had multiple streams of income coming in. They always had something working for them while they were sleeping, you know, and that's kind of how they were able to create wealth. So I had to have one an open mind because I was not used to thinking that way. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing too, was just looking at a lot of different opportunities and looking at a lot of different business models. You know, the only way to really know a good deal is to look at a lot of good deals. Yep. And I've seen a lot of different business models and a lot of different business plans having been in the financial industry for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. I think surrounding yourself with key people is important too. So they say, I don't know who says this, but they say you become the average of the five people you hang around the most. Yep. And this really hit me. I mean, I've got great friends and all that, but if I really wanted to elevate and do things that I wasn't used to doing, something had to change. So then I had 100%. to start reaching out to people who were where I wanted to be, were, were at the level I wanted to be at and had the knowledge that I wanted to attain and start hanging around with them. Um, so always be seeking out people, whatever your passion is, whatever, you know, you feel called to do, seek out the people who've been very successful in that and ask them for advice. Um, yeah, I would say one of the other big things too is, um, reading. So I know, especially in the younger generations, you know, our, our attention span is so short and we hate to read. <laughs> and I was like this for a long time too. You know, the only books I read for about the past few years were my CFA books when I was, you know, when I'm go going through the program, which is yeah. like a financial certification and very rigorous. And I felt like that's all I read, but oh, the way I like to, um, you know, describe this to people is, you know, with your iPhone, or whatever phone you've got, um, you're always downloading new software, right? There's always right. updates. 
that is what reading, if you're reading the right stuff, like personal growth, personal development, finance, all that kind of stuff, that is downloading new software on your brain. I and what love that, that analogy. Isn't that so neat? So I didn't create that. I took that from someone <laughs> else I heard. Well, it's so um, good. <laughs> but I just, I thought that was so key. So when you look at, and I realize this a lot in myself, we are all of our old habits, right? And so that's yep. kind of what people call a paradigm. It's your current programming. And in order to change the current programming, you know, whether that's your limited beliefs on yourself, on your future, or what you want or what you're capable of, we have to change that programming. So we have to download new software and get rid of the bad software. So I think reading um, books that, especially personal growth and personal development, I've just gotten into the last year. And that has literally really shifted my thinking. It's done a 180. And um, I just, I can't wait to kind of see what else you know, that will do for me as I go down this journey. But, um, reading was a big thing. Um, yeah, there's a quote that, um, I'm a huge Les Brown fan and some of your listeners may know he's rated as like the best motivational speaker in the world right now. And he has this thing he says in a video and I want to quote it cause it just, I love this and it really inspires me. It says, you are the director you are the producer, you are writing the script, and you are the star of your life. And as you begin to look at your life, you can decide whether it's a smash or whether it's a flop or not. And I think that is just one of those through reading and learning, look, you know, we really are the makers of our own destiny and kind of what route we take. So that is just um, something that really resonates with me and hopefully maybe resonates with your listeners as well. Yeah, totally. I, I love all of that. Do you want to recap those, you know, the reading and Yeah, you know, absolutely. Kind of At high snap. level. Yep. <laughs> really quick steps. So always have an open mind. Um, don't ever knock anything out until you've heard it, you know, always keep an open mind, Mm -hmm. um, look at a lot of different business models, look at a lot of different opportunities. So, you know, when a good one does come along, that it's a good one, Mm -hmm. surround yourself with people who you want to become like, and who are successful in whatever it is you want to do and read, 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 always be growing your mind, um, downloading new software so you can get rid of the old crap, (laughs) you know, that we've might've been fed since we were little. Oh, yeah. And there's plenty of crap to be taken out, let me tell you. Um, So going into the last couple questions, what was your best financial investment in business? So I'd have to say, kind of hitting back on the reading, my best Mm. financial investment, um, it's honestly been myself. You know, we are our own assets, I think, no matter what, you know, business field you decide to go into. And um, especially in what I do now and helping people teach them, you know, how to leverage time, how to leverage money so they can create the wealth and have the time freedom and have the money freedom in the life they've always wanted. Personal growth has been key. Um, We are our biggest enemies, right? So when you're constantly able to feed your mind positive stuff, and I know some people are like, oh, that sounds so corny. It's all that positive affirmation stuff. But I used to think the same thing and it really has such a big impact. So really investing in myself, taking the time instead of going out and buying clothes and buying shoes, which I love to do and I still do, but taking that money and investing it in myself so I can grow and become better. And then I can turn around and feed that into other people and have live a life of significance and contribution to help others um, has been probably the best um, use of my money. I love that. I love, love that answer. And lastly, what was your worst financial investment in business? 
<laughs> you know, I would have to say, I mean, I've, I've had some different ones, but I think specifically regarding, you know, the system and, mm -hmm. you know, knowing what I know now and being able to work with people on this, I would say having a closed mind at the beginning, really kind of just stuck in my trading hours for dollars mentality. And I'm just going to kind of work for the next 30 years and then retire, you know, and yeah. that's the only way there is to do this. There's no other way. I had a closed mind. So I would say that was probably one of my worst decisions. And then also a lack of belief, right? There's so many times I hear when I'm working with people old or young, they're like, oh, I couldn't do that. Or I don't know how to do that. So I'm not, you know, and it's like, okay, well, you probably didn't know how to do your job when you first started, yeah. you know, but you learned, right? We all learn. And I'm such a huge believer in what the mind can um, conceive, you can achieve. I mean, it's really true. And so just having belief in yourself and knowing that, you know, whatever passions or whatever desires God puts on your heart, they're there for a reason. And I think that, you know, God's gifted all of us with various, very different talents and abilities and numerous, um, you know, talents and abilities. And our job is to grow and develop those to the best of our ability to be a blessing to others um, and to really help change this world. So definitely have belief in yourself because it took me a while to develop that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. And people will run you over and it's so do all true. sorts of craziness. So. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. So if people want to get to know you better or ask you more questions, get connected in some way, what is the best place to do that? Website or email, blog, Facebook, wherever. Absolutely. So there's a couple of different things. I actually just bought my um, domain for my website, but okay. I don't have anything up. So I need, <laughs> I need a website developer to kind of help me <laughs> set up the basics because I'm eventually, what I want to do is do, I'm not really a writer. I can write, mm -hmm. but I'm more of an audio yeah. or a visual person. Sure. So I'm going to probably start putting out little daily nuggets on via um, like a, a video blog. Love it. Um, but you can find me on Instagram. My, um, Instagram name is girl with greens. Oh, um, wow. kind of double entendre cause I'm a big health nut. I love kale, but then I also love to help teach people about money, how to create wealth. So, so, good. so girl good. with greens, um, on Facebook, you can find me under my name, Christina Edlund. Um, and you can also, I'll give you either my cell phone. I'll give you my cell phone, which is two, one, four, seven, two, seven, nine, seven, three, four. Or my email, which is Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A dot Edland, and that's E-D-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. And you can reach out to me via any of those mediums. Follow me on Instagram. I love to post um, all sorts of fun photos with what I do each day or motivational posts or healthy food I'm eating. So Love it. I mean, I love the double greens thing. I think it's like so brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. My fiance kind of helped me come up with that. So yeah. it's kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's great when they can come up with some, some genius sometimes. It so. is. It is. But yeah, please like any of the listeners, feel free to reach out to me. I love to pour into other people and to help teach other people and give advice or connect them with maybe someone that could help them in whatever um, route they're going. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for joining me on the podcast. Thanks, Jordan. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to System Saved Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you on the next episode.